Tennessee versus Kentucky. The Lexington Sea Lions make their final pigskin journey of the season to Knoxville Shooting Gallery run by Johnny Majors. And more than likely, they'll be used as targets by the resident riflemen. It's been a long road for the Big Blue, and I know that Bill Curry is glad it's over so that he can get ready for next year. Lennon's loser, Kentucky. Vandy versus Florida. The giant waddle is a swim up the Cumberland. That's the voice of Leonard Post Toasty. <laughs> At least that was his radio name as he did his uh, weekly show, Leonard's Losers. Hello there, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And if you're age, I don't know, probably 40 or over, you very well remember the show Leonard's Losers. It was a very popular show throughout the southeastern part of the country. And I bring it up on this show as a topic because even though the show did not originate in Kentucky, many stations in this state carried it. It was almost uh, a must on every Saturday to listen to Leonard predict his games prior to games being played that day. I was introduced to it by my father. He loved the show, and uh, he used to listen to it even though we were living out in the southern rural part of southern Nelson County, about 50 miles south of Louisville. We could easily pick up WHAS radio out of Louisville, which is a 50,000 watt clear channel station, so it its uh, signal carried for many, many miles. And so Dad would listen to Leonard every Saturday at noon make his predictions, and, and he loved the show, and by being introduced to it to my, by my father, I fell in love with the show. And if you're not familiar with it, or just to bring up memories for those of you who are, Leonard's show was very down-home, folksy, country-type style, meant to be humorous, meant to be entertaining, and he picked the loser of each game. Instead of the winner, he picked the loser. And I don't know how seriously anybody ever took his predictions. I highly doubt anyone, after listening to Leonard, picked up their phone, called their bookie, and placed a bet based on <laughs> based on what Leonard predicted. Because, quite honestly, I don't think anybody cared whether he got the games correct. They just liked to listen to him for entertainment value. So, a little background on him. His name was Leonard Anthony Postero. So, I guess that's where he got post-toasties for his radio name. Uh, Leonard Anthony Postero was his real name. Born in 1922... Uh, lived in Athens, Georgia, and uh, he was a 1943 graduate, University of Georgia, and he served as an aviator, United States Navy, during World War II, 1943 to 45. So his show got started in 1958 when he did his very first show for the uh, radio station there in Athens, and um, he called himself again Leonard Post Toasties, and if you may remember, he was introduced by a sidekick, Percy Peabody. By the way, Leonard also did the voice for Percy Peabody, so Leonard voiced that as well. And as I said, it was a very uh, down-home type shtick as his delivery and his script went. He had nicknames for a lot of different schools. He called the University of Tennessee Volunteers. He called them the Riflemen. University of Georgia referred to them as the Red Clayhounds giant water lizards. He called the University of Florida the pachyderms were University of Alabama since they had an elephant for the mascot. He often referred to the University of Kentucky as felines because they were the wildcats. At the height of its popularity, this show was carried on 1,400 or more than 1,400 radio stations. That's unbelievable. I don't think I'm carried on that many. 
I'm pretty sure I'm not. 1,400, more than 1,400 radio stations carried him. As I mentioned, many stations in Kentucky carried him. So many of you listened to him on Kentucky stations. And he was a Saturday ritual during college football season. So as I said, he started his show in 1958 on one station. That was in Athens, Georgia. And then he grew from there and did the show up until 1999 when he retired. And by the way, he I don't know if he retired for health reasons, what his reason was for retiring, but I do know that two years later, in 2001, he passed away. So I'm not sure if 1999, maybe he started experiencing declining health, but two years after he stopped doing the show, he passed away in 2001. By the way, his show was picked up uh, by a group of businessmen out of Athens, Georgia, after he retired. And... Um, they started having someone else voice the show and introduced this guy as Leonard's nephew, even though he was no relation to Leonard. And from 1999 until 2005, he did the show, but wasn't nearly as popular, didn't draw as many, uh, uh, didn't pick up as many, nearly as many radio stations. And so they just finally stopped doing the show, never really said why, but uh, stopped doing the show in 2005. But I want you to hear, go back in time, we'll listen to a portion of a Leonard's Losers show from back in the day when uh, Leonard was at his height of popularity. Here it is. Well, thank you, Percy and Howdy football fans. The 1992 pigskin season is beginning to wind down, and there's still the chance that that little upset bug is still in business. The little rascal has done more damage to this year's pigskin crop than the boll weevil did during the Depression. I can't remember a season when no one was safe from that little varmint, and you can bet that I'll do my best to find a vaccine that'll control him before next year. As they say down at the fire hall, no matter how hard we spray, there's always a hot spot to cause trouble later on. So the only thing to do is keep on spraying. We'll look at this week's losers after these words from dear old dad. Clemson versus South Carolina. Sparky Woods and his Dominickers have been laying stronger eggs of late and have ever intention of causing a high pigskin cholesterol count in the big bad felines on Saturday in Death Valley. But it's doubtful if they can shut down all the arteries in this orange pride. Leonard's loser in a close one, South Carolina. Virginia Tech versus Virginia. The southern gentlemen from Charlottesville will be looking for an early Thanksgiving dinner when they get to Turkey Corners this weekend but they'll find Frank Beamer's gobblers hard to swallow and difficult to digest. Leonard Loser, Virginia Tech. Vandy versus Florida. The giant water lizards swim up the Cumberland River to the Nashville dry dock used by Jerry Donato and his sailors, and they'll find a whole lot of shaking going on when they climb aboard. The Cumberland cruiser is fully loaded and ready for action, so Steve Spurrier had better have his gators ready or he'll get his crocs knocked off. Leonard's loser, Vandy. North Carolina State versus Wake Forest. Bill Dooley has had a great season so far and would like nothing better than to say farewell to Deacon football with a big win over the Wolfpack. But I'm afraid he'll find out that a finish like that only happens in Hollywood and this confrontation will be played in Raleigh. Leonard's loser, Wake Forest. Penn State versus Pittsburgh. Paul Hackett and his Panthers 
Well, that's enough for right now, but it is nice to kind of go back down memory lane and hear old Leonard again making his predictions. As you heard at the beginning, he said that was from the 1992 season and that um, Kentucky-Tennessee game he predicted at the very beginning of the show, that was also from 1992. And so, in case you're curious, as you, as you know, he picked Kentucky to lose that game and he, he was correct. <laughs> Kentucky, unfortunately, for Wildcat fans, they did lose to Tennessee in that game. Tennessee ranked 20th in the country at the time. Tennessee won that game 34-13. Kentucky went uh, three and seven on the year, so or I'm sorry, four and seven. They went four and seven on that year, so not too tough of a one to predict for old Leonard back in 1992 when Kentucky visited Tennessee. As I said, many of you were big fans of Leonard's losers, so uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to hear from some of you, talk about this show and why it was so special and why you're so fond of it, and you too made it a ritual to check him out every Saturday to see who Leonard was going to predict to lose. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm Gary Fogle. See you in just a second. Army versus Boston College. The Chestnut Hill Eagles will fly into the bastion along the Hudson to test out the strength of our defense system. And I'm afraid that they'll find out that we've done cut back too far on our Big D budget. Fortunately, we're not talking about our national defense. Leonard's loser... Army, Syracuse versus Miami, the Krista Schaus with United Way of Central Kentucky here in Elizabethtown. I just want to stop for a moment, tell everybody that if you're looking for help at this time, which for a lot of folks that can be food, it might be a, a bill payment, uh, you might need help with medicine, what you can do is you can call 211. That's just 211 and it's toll free, it's confidential. What they'll do is they'll ask you what your zip code is and they'll try to navigate resources for you. If that does not work because 211 is not the be all end all of help, please reach out to the United Way office at 270-737-6608. We are working from home, but the phones are routed directly to our cell phones. And so we're able to look through our resource guides and try to help give you further direction. But your first call should be to 211 and if all else fails, once again, the United Way office at 270-737-6608. Thank you, be well. Texas A&M versus TCU. The Desert Lizard will be out to cause warts on R.C. Slocum's farmhands and give Pat Sullivan some momentum going into 1993. But I'm afraid they'll find out that A&M stands for ammunition and mutilation, and it's doubtful if Big Mo will follow the frogs back to Fort Worth. Leonard's loser, TCU. California versus Stanford. 
Bill Walsh has got his clock running on time. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm Gary Fogle. Thanks for joining me today. And as you know, we're talking about Leonard's Losers, longtime radio show syndicated on many stations throughout the country. Started in 1958 in Athens, Georgia. Grew to be on more than 1,400 radio stations every Saturday with Leonard Post Toasty picking the loser of every game instead of the winner. Thought in this segment, we listen to or hear from uh, some longtime radio guys who've been involved with radio and been involved with listening to all kinds of different types of shows and their thoughts on a unique show like Leonard's Losers. So my first conversation was a guy by the name of Roth Stratton. Roth lives in the Bardstown area. He manages WBRT Radio out of uh, Bardstown and WLBN Radio out of Lebanon. And I talk with Roth about his memories and his thoughts and why Leonard's Losers was so magical and such a success on the radio. So, Roth, what do you remember about Leonard? I was always amazed at um, how entertaining he made telling you who was going to lose. And uh, obviously the name of his show, Leonard's Losers. And it was always so entertaining. And sometimes... He was so fast on things that they would kind of like slip by you. It's kind of like almost, i got to listen to that again, make sure I heard that right. You know, you go sometimes you go to a movie a second time and say, I didn't catch that the first one. Well, Leonard Post Toasties was, was that slick and uh, with his weekly wording of Leonard's losers. And, and then, of course, if it was going to be a close game, he always had kind of a little cute expression, you know, in a, in a, and whatever, you know, if it was going to be a blowout, he gave it, gave it an expression, and uh, I'll always remember that. He was unique like nothing else on radio. That's very true. Uh, you know, as, as a matter of fact, um, I don't know when he left radio, but there's still a show out there today that, that we carry on the radio. It's called General Gridiron, and if there's somebody that's trying to take the winner's approach but not telling you about who's the loser is or who's the winner, is that show. Um, and, and that's what attracted me to it. But certainly, uh, you know, nobody uh, in, in his league when he was doing it, and I think that's why nobody tried to do it because nobody could do it like Leonard could do it. And we usually use it to lead into the U.K., uh, broadcast and, and uh, I mean, it just gives you goosebumps to think about those fall days of hearing winners losers and then here at UK under you know Charlie Bradshaw or uh, some of those uh, those legend legend coaches maybe not legendary but legend coaches. <laughs> Roth, can you do a Leonard impersonation? Uh, well, I bet the only one I'd like to try is and, and I, may, I think I got the name right. Take me out of your Percy. Isn't that what he said when he signed off? <laughs> yeah, that is what he said when he signed off. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know who Percy was. I don't think he ever let Percy uh, do anything other than that acknowledge. Percy was actually Leonard. Leonard did the voice for Percy. Okay. He kept his expenses down, didn't he? <laughs> I guess so. He didn't have to pay anybody. He was a one-man shop. He was the only person on the payroll. Rob, I appreciate your time, man. You are so welcome, and uh, take me out of here, Percy. Roth with his uh, best attempt there for uh, Leonard's signature sign-off. Let's listen to how Leonard actually did it. 
So long, neighbors. Get me out of here, Percy. So that's how he signed off his show every week and turned it over to Percy Peabody, who signed off the air for him, of whom Leonard also did the voice. Anyway, we'll move on to Dick Gabriel. Many of you know who Dick Gabriel is. He is the sideline reporter for the UK Football Radio Network, works with Tom Leach, and um, handles sideline duties for UK football games. Dick has been around radio for years. He's had the opportunity to meet Leonard and uh, talks about some of his personal stories. So I thought I would reach out with Dick and ask him his thoughts on the Leonard's Losers program. Dick, you've worked in radio for years. You've been around radio for years. You've listened to a lot of radio. Why was Leonard so appealing? He was funny, for one thing. I think more than anything, he was creative. And, you know, he had that huge accent. And I think it's what's really funnier than that is people didn't realize that his sidekick, Percy Peabody, was him. So, you know, he just had a great feel for what people liked and what they enjoyed. And he knew a little bit about football, too. I think a part of it, too, was a lot of people got the feeling like, this could be my next-door neighbor. He just happens to be on the radio. Yeah, and I think that was primarily because of that big old southern accent he had. You know, you're right. He sounded like the guy next door. And the the copy that he read, you know, what he said sounded like the kind of thing somebody would say to you just – you know, except for the nicknames he had for the teams, of course. But uh, I know a lot of people put a lot of stock in what he said when they were trying to decide on who was going to win what game. I don't know if they gambled that way, but I do know that I would hear people say, well, Leonard says this, you know, Georgia's going to beat Alabama or something like that, which I thought was really interesting. See, I was always saying just the opposite. I was always saying that nobody paid attention to who he picked. They just liked to hear him pick it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And uh, like I said, I don't know if they put their money where their where their mouth was, but I do know I heard people uh, quoting him, and there's no there's no greater compliment. And I guess too, his show was just so unique; it was so different than anything else you heard on radio. Well, and that's why he did it. That that's you know, hence the format. He wanted to come up with. He had said it more than once. He wanted to come up with something different. And there were all kinds of shows out there where people predicted winners. And so he predicted losers. And, you know, I don't know if I heard uh, the, the results quoted as much as I heard people just say, Leonard's losers, you know, like when they were trying to put your team down, you know, they would they would say, Leonard's losers, Kentucky, or Leonard's losers, Tennessee, or something like that. So uh, that was all his. How much do you know about in, like, personal interaction i met him several times uh wonderful guy funny guy but i really didn't know that much about him but i know he was popular and when i worked at wvlk his we promoted his show and uh it was appointment radio for people and it was a perfect part of you know day-long coverage of kentucky football back when vlk had the rights so uh you know and he would play in our children's charity golf tournament. When he was at his most popular, he was a really popular celebrity for us. You know, and people would bid a nice amount of money that went to children's charity so they could play with Lynn Post Toasties. Uh, you know, and, and when you talk to him, the accent was still there. It wasn't quite as thick as it was 
on the radio. But people really enjoyed meeting him and playing with him. And it was funny because after he retired and his show went away, you know, they were like, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll look for some other celebs. And Leonard kept showing up to play golf. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and why not? You know, he he had a good time with the people here in uh, in Central Kentucky. Well, his show was followed by many, and I, I know it's been gone for years, and uh, a lot of people, uh, I still hear people talk about it from time to time. Yeah, and there were people who believed that it can be revived somehow, but there was only one Leonard Postero. There was only one Leonard Postostes. There were two people on the show, but it was one guy. And I think if anybody ever tried to, to replicate it, I don't think it would have nearly the cachet that he had. Plus, there are so many other outlets now, so many cable channels and so many, you know, social media platforms. Can you imagine Leonard on Twitter or Facebook? He would have ruled the world. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Nick. Can you do a Leonard impersonation? Oh, man. Uh what did he call the uh, the Wildcats? You know, Fran curses, fractious felines, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, he'd come up with a different I, – I don't know how he did it, but he came up with something different every week. It wasn't bad for on the spot. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> There's no prize money in it for you, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> Glad to hear Well, since Dick and Roth before him both made a very feeble attempt – at uh, impersonating Leonard, I figure that I'll give it a shot as well. So coming up later in the show, I will make an attempt myself to impersonate Leonard, and you'll want to stick around for that because I'm assuring you it's, it's just going to be spectacular, I promise. You also heard Roth mention that they are carrying a show now similar to what uh, Leonard used to do, Leonard's Loser Show used to be. They call it, the, the show's called general gridiron but the person predicts the winners but and then you heard uh, Dick Gabriel say that he didn't think anyone could ever duplicate what Leonard did with his show years ago and I mentioned in the first segment that that has been attempted where a group out of Athens Georgia bought the rights to the show once Leonard retired and they had a person in there doing the show in similar fashion, but it never really caught on quite like Leonard's original show did, and the show was dropped in mid-2000s, about 2005, somewhere in there. So there's another person now trying to make a comeback with this show, and he has just started doing it within the last couple of years on, on the radio, and he's really pushing it, trying to grow stations. So who is this guy? Well, you will hear his version or a portion of his version when we come back, and you will also hear my conversation with him talking about what he's trying to do with reviving Leonard's Losers. So that's coming up in just a moment. Stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle, and you're listening to Kentucky Sports Memories. North Carolina State versus Wake Forest. Phil Dooley has had a great season so far and would like nothing better than to say farewell to Deacon football with a big win over the Wolfpack. But I'm afraid he'll find out that a finish like that only happens in Hollywood. Leonard Bluzer, Wake Forest. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, 
I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I grow trail. Up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be. 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Well, howdy football fans, and welcome to the 2020 crazy college football season. The coronavirus has thrown us a real curve with conferences canceling games and scrambling to fill schedules. Present-day worldly circumstances reminds Leonard of a song by Waylon Jennings, Stop the World and Let Me Off. But Leonard digresses. Let's take a look at this week's Losers. Eastern Kentucky versus West Virginia. It's the season opener for the Mountain Men and game two for the Colonels. The Bluegrass Boys got stampeded by a thundering herd last week, 59 to nothing. The Mountaineer has tightened his shot group from last year's dismal five and seven season and will take dead aim at the Colonel's white hat. Leonard's loser, Eastern Kentucky. Charlotte versus Appalachian State. That is the voice of the newest edition of Leonard's Losers. Not the one you remember from years ago, but the one that exists today. I'm Gary Fogle, and welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories. And yes, Leonard's Losers has been revived. guy by the name of George Yardley lives down in Knoxville, Tennessee. In 2018, he bought the rights, the copyright, to the Leonard Losers show. And he's brought it back to life, and he does the show once a week, just like Leonard did. Right now, he's only being carried on some stations outside of Kentucky, down in the southern part of the country, but uh, he's hoping to grow it. And I talked to George Yardley about taking on this endeavor. George, I guess, first of all, you were just a big fan of Leonard's Losers. That's true. That was a uh, Saturday morning treat uh, during college football season. Did you ever miss the show? Uh, yeah, probably occasionally, but we we made it a point uh, to always uh, listen. I, th- I think he came on at 10 o'clock here in Knoxville was the uh, time of the show. So what was it about him that was so appealing? Why did he grab the attention and interest of so many people? Well, the, the monologue was so clever. Um you know, some of these nicknames that he gave various teams, uh, and then he'd throw something in there about the coaches or a player or, or something. It was just, you know, sheer entertainment. And uh, if he gave you uh, his prediction of, of, of in a close one, he, he was usually right. And I, I think sometimes those would indicate upsets, actually. But uh, he he was pretty accurate. 
you bought the rights to his show and revived it. Why did you want to do that? Well, I had been um, for probably about six years. I I would do four or five games uh, in in the Leonard style, and I just I emailed it to my my friends. Well, and I'd get some a lot of positive feedback, and the the list grew on and on. And finally, uh, when I turned 70 years old about three years ago, I thought, if you're going to do anything with this, try to make, try to revise it. And so uh, I actually got a, a patent attorney, a trademark attorney, and we started the process, uh, which took really about a year, year and a half. A lot of hoops you had to jump through. But, uh, and then, you know, I... I depended on a lot of younger guys that were friends of mine to to guide me in this uh, you know electronic world. And a year before last or last year, excuse me, I got the website and uh, you know have made a lot of efforts uh, to uh, reach out to radio stations to see if they would be interested in carrying uh, Leonard. Leonard was considered a, a one-of-a-kind by many, a legend by many. It's hard to follow that. Have you taken any heat or criticism because you've tried to revive that show? No, I really haven't. I'm sure there may be some that, uh, you know, that would, would question it. But uh, to, to me, it's a tribute uh, to Leonard. Uh, like you said, he, he was one-of-a-kind. And, and a Georgia Bulldog alumni. Um, just I, I did some research, and there's not much out there uh, to try to find out more about him. But uh, he, I'd love to have met him. He, he was an interesting character. What in your delivery and how you write and how you voice your show, what is did you borrow from Leonard, and what is yours as an original? Uh, I did borrow from Leonard, uh, mainly the the team names, you know, Florida Gators, for example. Uh, uh, the Giant oh, Lizards? Giant, yeah, oh, Giant Water Lizards, I'm sorry. Giant Water Lizards, and yeah. Giant Water Lizards, and then the University of Tennessee, he referred to them as the Riflemen because they have a, a mascot during the games, draft stuff like a, you know, older mountain guy. So I, I did use a lot of the... Uh, Team names like that, and then the other part of it is it's probably fifty-fifty. The other, the other part, I try to be original with regard to the monologue. Do you have fun doing it? Oh, I look forward to it. I, I start usually on Sunday night after everything's been completed for the weekend, uh, picking out the schedule. You know, trying to do the uh, top-notch teams. I always throw in Slippery Rock. Uh, that's original. <laughs> Leonard never did do Slippery Rock, but uh, I always include them because their season's canceled. So uh, it's, it's, I'm kind of scrambling this year. You know, it was a limited schedule, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun. And, and I have to do a lot of research because I'm not that knowledgeable, you know, of college football throughout the country. So I spend a lot of time uh, on the computer looking up nicknames and mascots, and even coaches' names, for that matter. Just out of curiosity, why Slippery Rock? 
Well, we had a radio show in Knoxville years ago. was called Hold That Line. And you would call in to get scores. There were about three three guys on there that took, that took the calls. And somebody or more than one would inevitably call in and say, hey, you got the Slippery Rock score. <laughs> That's the only reason I ever heard of it. I, I kind of thought, let me throw that in there. So, in which they almost won the national, uh, the national, the Pennsylvania State Athletic League uh, championship last year. They came within one game. They were undefeated down to the end. So it was, it was kind of fun to, to put them in there. So you revived Leonard's Losers. How many stations are you on? Actually, I'm on. Uh, depending on what comes up today, I could be on four. I'm only on three right now. That, that I know of, so uh, you know it's a it's a work in progress. Uh, but but I enjoy it. You know, it gives me at my age something to do. It keeps me out of trouble. Good luck to you, and maybe at some point uh, some of these stations in Kentucky will start carrying you soon. Well, I, I hope so. I hope so. I, I need help in Kentucky, so that'd be great. <laughs> okay, George, I appreciate your time. Good luck with your show, and uh, thank you so much. Well, thanks for calling. Well, as you heard, George hopes to expand his show and grow it into Kentucky as well as other areas. Right now, he's carried in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, also looking to grow in some other areas down there, but uh, would love to get on some stations in Kentucky as well. You can also check out his show on his website, and it's called theleonardslosers.com so the leonards with an s losers with an s.com no apostrophe in there anywhere theleonardslosers.com that's george's website you can go there and you can hear recent shows and past shows and he hopes you'll give it a visit duke versus notre dame in this saturday afternoon contest the irish will introduce themselves as an ACC football member. The Blue Devils are entering South Bend hoping to spoil the Irish's debut. Cutcliffe Satans don't have the firepower to keep up with the Leprechauns and this one could get ugly. Leonard's loser, Duke. Georgia Tech versus Florida State. The Ramblin' Wreck rolls in. So Leonard's Losers has been revived by George Yardley who's trying to grow the show lives down in Knoxville, Tennessee. So coming up next, I'm gonna give you my best impersonation of Leonard. I'll see how well I can do. Leonard from years ago. My tribute to him, my impersonation of him, we'll see how it goes. Stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle. You're listening to Kentucky Sports Memories. California versus Stanford. Bill Walsh has got his flocks running on high-octane bird seed after a mid-season slump, and they'll be ready for a victory flight around the Bears' den in Berkeley when the final gun sounds on Saturday. But they should remember that the Golden Honey Dippers could recover also. Leonard's loser, California. UCLA versus Southern California. Larry Smith will have his horses ready to
I'm Krista Schaus with United Way of Central Kentucky here in Elizabethtown. I just want to stop for a moment, tell everybody that if you're looking for help at this time, which for a lot of folks that can be food, it might be a, a bill payment, uh, you might need help with medicine, what you can do is you can call 211. That's just 211, and it's toll free, it's confidential. What they'll do is they'll ask you what your zip code is and they'll try to navigate resources for you. If that does not work because 211 is not the be all end all of help, please reach out to the United Way office at 270-737-6608. We are working from home, but the phones are routed directly to our cell phones. And so we're able to look through our resource guides and try to help give you further direction. But your first call should be to 211. And if all else fails, once again, the United Way office at 270-737-6608. Thank you. Be well. UCLA versus Southern California. Larry Smith will have his horses ready to prance when he gets to Pasadena this week, and chances are they'll run circles around Terry Donahue's Bruins. But nothing is ever certain in this bloodletting, except that this is the last time either group will play in the Rose Bowl this season. Leonard Slusa, UCLA, Washington State versus Washington. Mike Price has put some strong... Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm Gary Fogle as we're taking a look back at Leonard's Losers, the very popular radio show where Leonard Post Toasty made the prediction every Saturday morning on the college football games, and he picked the loser, not the winner. And it was a show that existed from 1958 when it started on an Athens radio station down in Athens, Georgia, and grew and grew and grew until he was on more than 1,400 stations throughout the southeastern part of the country, many stations right here in Kentucky. And the show wrapped up for him, anyway, in 1999. That's when he called it quits. You heard from George Yardley in the previous segment, who has revived the Leonard's Loser show, and he's trying to grow it on several stations around the southeastern part of the country, just like the previous, the original Leonard did. And George said he would love to have met Leonard at some point in his life. Well, next, I'm going to talk to a guy who did meet Leonard at one time. His name is Ed Henson. He's been involved in radio here in Kentucky for many, many years, and he tells the story of a time years ago when he met the original Leonard Post Toasty. I used to listen to his show all the time, Gary, but probably my biggest memory of him was when he came to speak to a luncheon for the Kentucky Broadcasters Association, probably back in the late 70s or early 80s. We had a convention in Louisville, and the culminating part of the convention was to have this big luncheon, and he was the featured speaker. So he came that day, and I was looking forward to hearing him speak. And he gave a, a, a talk at lunch that was, that was humorous, but it was really um, actually pretty vulgar. It was kind of an off-color type of, of humor. And, and, it was a, and the ironic thing was the luncheon that day was sponsored by the Southern Baptist Convention. So as you can imagine, by the time of he finished his speech, there were a lot of red faces around the room, and, and a lot of people weren't sure how to take it. But I would say that uh, to the credit of the Southern Baptist Convention leaders, the next 
year at our convention. They came back and they sponsored the luncheon again. But that time they brought their own speaker. It was Grady Nutt, who was a well-known comedian, and uh, and it, it was much much more appropriate for the for the convention. So that's my my biggest memory of uh, Leonard Post Toasties. Well, did the people laugh at his jokes? They people laughed at their at, at his jokes, kind of that kind of laugh where you're just kind of an embarrassed laugh. You know, you're looking down at your shoe and you're kind of chuckling a little bit. But it was uh, a lot of red faces, and of course, our fearless leader at the time of the Kentucky Broadcasters Association was a man named J.T. Whitlock, and J.T. just kind of went on kind of oblivious to things and got us through the luncheon. <laughs> and, and the people at the front, of the street, I would say that the, the, some of the people who were sponsoring the lunch did not laugh a lot during the lunch. Uh, so, it, But uh, I think uh, Leonard was probably fairly oblivious to everything that was going on around him. Did he mention anything about it afterward that, oh, well, maybe my speech wasn't quite appropriate for this crowd? He, he did not, but I will say that one time uh, he didn't. But uh, uh, certainly later I was at the airport flying out of Louisville, and I saw one of the people who was a sponsor of the lunch, one of the people with the, with the Southern Baptist Convention, and I went up to him and just introduced myself as being a techie broadcaster, and I said, you know, you may not remember this, but I said, you all sponsored our luncheon, and we had a speaker there, Leonard Postosis came to speak, and just wanted to let you know we appreciate you sponsoring our luncheon, but you may not remember it. And I remember the gentleman looked at me, and he says, oh, yes, we do remember that quite well. <laughs> There were a lot of moments like that through the history of the Kentucky Broadcasters Association, but that was one. You know, my, my problems, I don't remember um, a lot of important stuff, but I always can remember things like Leonard Post Toasty's talking to the KBA. Yeah. Had Leonard had a few drinks in him? I, it was a watch, and I don't think so. Uh, it was just, I think, just kind of who he was. My guess is that uh, Leonard had a set of jokes he told, and he told the same ones no matter whether he was sitting at the bar with his buddies down in Athens, Georgia, where he lived, or whether it was at some convention like he was for the Kentucky Broadcasters Association here in Kentucky. He told the same jokes. You either take them or leave them, but that's who he is. I'm sure he was very colorful. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take my best stab at imitating Leonard. So what I've done is I've picked a mythical game Let's say Notre Dame at Kentucky back in 1970. Now, Notre Dame did not play Kentucky in 1970. As a matter of fact, I looked it up. Notre Dame has never played Kentucky in football. That's very interesting. I figured somewhere along the line, the Wildcats would have played Notre Dame, probably up at South Bend, up in South Bend at their place, but it has never happened, not even in a bowl game. So they've never met. So this is my mythical game, Kentucky hosting Notre Dame, in 1970, so I'm going, I wrote the script, try to voice it like Leonard would have done if they had played that game back then. All right, you ready? Here goes. Notre Dame at Kentucky. The Pope's pupils will load into their Pope Mobile Saturday afternoon and head down to Lexington where they plan to feast on kitty litter. But this won't be no friendly bunch of house cats. Coach John Ray and his felines have their claws sharpened and ready to do battle. For the Alta boys from South Bend, this is just another game against some middle-of-the-road opponent, and they think they'll just go about business and extinguish one of the cat's nine lives. But they'll soon find out these felines ain't in no purring mood. Leonard's loser, in a huge upset, Notre Dame. So there you have it. What do you think? 
Man, you guys are a tough crowd. Some of you probably saying, I bet old Leonard's rolling in his grave right now after hearing that impersonation. But um, I like to think that maybe Leonard's smiling because I think Leonard's got a good sense of humor about him. I think he's sort of like that uncle that everybody has in their family that when you show up for family reunions, he's always the one who's loud and laughing and joking and pulling pranks and those things. So I think Leonard has that personality. So I think he's kind of smiling in my, imperson <laughs> in my impersonation saying, hey, not bad. He gave it a shot. What the heck? So anyway, my, my tribute to Leonard Post Toasty and his show, Leonard's Losers. Oh, and by the way, obviously I picked Kentucky to upset Notre Dame in that game had I been Leonard. I highly doubt Leonard would have actually picked Kentucky on that one. Again, I said it was from 1970. In that 1970 season, UK went 2-9 and nine that year, and Notre Dame went 10-1. and one. Notre Dame's only loss was at Southern Cal. So if they had played, it's highly unlikely Kentucky would have pulled off the upset it's highly unlikely that um, Leonard would have picked Notre Dame as his loser. But, you know, we're playing make-believe here, so why not pick the Wildcats in an upset in that mythical game from 1970? Hope you have enjoyed the show today. It's been a lot of fun to revisit. As I say, I grew up listening to him and uh, really enjoyed his show. It was a ritual every Saturday to tune him in to hear his show. And as Again, I never really cared about his predictions as to who he picked to win or lose. He always picked the loser, and I'm sure many of you didn't care either. You just were entertained by his folksy style of how he delivered it. So it was enjoyable to visit with some people to, who uh, remember him and talked about him, and also fun to talk with George Yardley as he tries to uh, take his stab at growing the show again with his version of Leonard's Losers. As he mentioned, he only has a few stations right now, but still trying to grow it throughout the southeastern part of the country. That'll do it for the show this week. As always, I thank you for joining me, and I always invite your feedback. If you have any uh, suggestions, story ideas, things of that nature, please reach out to me. You can go to my website, KentuckySportsMemories.com, and there you can uh, click on the contact section, and you can reach out to me and let me know your thoughts, especially if you have ideas for future shows. i love to hear your suggestions. Also have an archive page there, so if you go and want to hear a show from the past, maybe you missed one week and you'd like to go back, or go and see what shows I've done in the past, click on the archive and it'll show you all my previous shows. So please visit my website, again, KentuckySportsMemories.com. That'll do it for this week. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Uh, thanks for going down memory lane with Leonard's Losers. And I will be back next week with another show. I will see you then. So take care. Have a good week. You've been listening to Kentucky Sports Memories. Washington State versus Washington. Mike Price has put some strong teeth in his Cougars this year. And Don James knows that these cats can put a real hurting on his dogs if they ain't careful. Once your wheels start to come off, you're fair game for anybody. But I think the Huskies will have tightened up their lugs before they get to Pullman. Leonard's loser, Washington State. Arizona versus Arizona State. Showdown in the desert is at hand, 
and Dick Tomey will have his desert swarm ready to overrun the imps from Tempe before they can do much damage. Bruce Snyder may have other ideas about these wildcat plans, but I don't think it'll do him much good. Leonard's loser, Arizona State, Missouri versus Kansas. Glenn Mason and his Blue Jays from Lawrence have had a fantastic year so far, and when they get to the Columbia Cat House, I don't foresee anything to ruin their season. The Tigers have already lost all the lives a cat's supposed to have, but maybe they can rustle up one more for this encounter. Leonard's loser, Missouri. Utah versus Brigham Young. The pride from Pro Bowl. blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I grow trail. Up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. <laughs> 